everybody, welcome to the Power Verse Juice Bar, your favorite Power Rangers podcast. I am your host, Riley. Welcome to the show. This has been a project uh, long on the shelf. I believe we tried to do the first episode like two years ago, and we actually attempted to live stream it, and there were technical difficulties. So it is a matter of public record that this was a this was a project in our minds m- many moons ago. But we're finally here. We're finally back to kick some tail, as the Donkey Kong rap would put it. Um, and of course, I am joined by my wonderful co-host for this endeavor, the man who lives in the country that all the memes say you don't want to be in. <laughs> it's Jack. <laughs> Sorry, I can't confirm you don't want to be here, especially now after the last election. Oh, what happened to the last Brazilian election, Jack? Well, we're surely going on the way of Cuba. Don't worry too much about it. If oh, I disappear, no. if I if I disappear from the face of the internet, I want to be public public record. Then, well, welcome to Cuba too, everybody. I am gonna die. <laughs> oh, Cuba 2, Electric Boogaloo. Wow, but, it's uh, either, either going to be Cuba 2 or it's going to be fucking Venezuela 2. We're not entirely sure which fucking commie di- dictator or fucking president we'll align with. Okay, but enough about Brazilian politics, folks. That's not why we're here. Uh, we're here to talk about Power Rangers. Um, we are both big fans of Power Rangers. If You, you know that if you're coming from the Powerverse server, which I assume we're going to announce links for this in, because it is the Powerverse Juice Bar. It is the, the official yeah. podcast of the Discord server. Um, well, so if you're, coming, if you're coming from there, then you know that we're big fans of Power Rangers. Duh. Um, <laughs> uh, so today, a little bit of a, an introduction episode. We're going to talk about well, who we are, first of all, if you're unfamiliar with us, um, though I doubt a lot of listeners are. Because uh, I'm probably going to put this on the Riley podcast mega feed. So even listeners not from the server are at least going to be familiar with me. Uh, but we'll introduce ourselves, our, introduce our histories with Power Rangers, and talk about some of our favorite stuff. Our favorite Rangers, our favorite characters, our favorite series, what have you. Um, so Jack, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Oh, I'm from the south, the southern area of America, the continent. I'm currently working as a, a postal service guy. I've been interested in Power Rangers since I was like, like six or seven, likely five. I think since you were a little piss baby, the age yeah, of five. Since, since I was a little piss baby on a fucking like kindergarten, where I, the best teacher I ever had fucking taught there for like a single year. Uh. Hold on, what was I talking about? I was I was I stopped myself from going a fucking huge ramble about fucking kindergarten. <laughs> Jack, tell us all about your kindergarten experience. It's very important content. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. Well, okay. Well, what was I talking about? I had to stop myself. My my I fucking held that fucking train of thought. <laughs> you were just talking about who you were. If you're done, I could talk about who I am, unless you're oh, sure. to say. Uh, sure, I have lost my turn off. Okay. I had the uh, I had attention span of a fucking modern TikToker. Uh well I'm Riley. Uh, I am a terminally online uh podcast man who makes seven thousand podcasts because I so have no life fat. outside of it. Very fat, 
also very important aspect of my character. Um, and I've been into Power Rangers since I was a little dumpy baby, and it is still one of my favorite franchises. It is probably... I don't know if it's number two or number three. I know Pokemon is number one. That's the, Everybody who knows me knows that I'm a fucking slut for Pokemon. Um, but right under it... Okay, are... hold on. Since we're talking about Pokemon, I'm going to fucking break topic, and I need to ask, like, this is the most important question I have okay. to ask. Low Pony or fucking Gardevoir? Low Pony, easy. Come on. Hurry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so, Pokemon's number one, and right under that are Power Rangers and Dragon Ball, but I don't, I, I always kind of go back and forth on how I order those two. Um, but, either way, Power Rangers is a big franchise, I'm super obsessed with it, and now Wait, we're making- Do you like Dragon Ball, but you're not Latino? It's, I know, I'm a rare breed. <laughs> but, well, I uh, am a rare breed because I am Latino and I don't like Dragon Ball that much. I think Sensei is better. Oh yeah, I forgot you were a Saint Seiya guy. What is even Saint Seiya? I, I feel like nobody talks about Saint Seiya. Nobody in that side of the world talks about Saint Seiya because the fucking dick dub was terrible. Was like, it was the oh, worst they thing. got dumped by dick. Oh no! Yeah, he got dumped by dick, and he got like weird censorship. If you think like four kids did weird censorship, my kid, my loving, my fucking, my brother in Christ, my by the love of the God up there, you have no idea what's weird censorship if you never watched the dick version of Sensei. Yeah. But this Deke isn't is a, topic. Deke but is this an interesting is... company. They they did the Mario show and they did the Sonic show and that was fine. But I feel like and they also adapted Ultraman. And they also and they also adapted Ultraman into that side of the world, beating Saban to the punch. Did did Deke do an Ultraman? Yeah, uh, Samurai Cyber Squad that was made by Dick. Oh yeah, we watched that, that fucking thing. We watched that. <laughs> I didn't know that was Dick. For some reason, I thought that was Saban. No, like, technically it is Saban because Saban bought Dick, but then, like, that was after the fact. <laughs> like, keep, they, I, love, gets, I love how we just keep calling it Dick. I know it's Deke, by the way. If any comments want to correct me, I, I'm aware that it's Deke. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's funny to call to, it Dick. Well, whatever. Feel free to correct me. I don't care. I'm still going to pronounce Dick. Because that, that's the way they pronounce it. If, like, the bumper thingy, they say Dick. No, they say Deke. Yeah, but like it depends on depends on which version. I'm talking about oh, like is there a different version that kind of sounds like Dick? Like the like the second version, like they say Dick. Like the the first version where where it was like the the Super Show or something, they say Dick. The one I remember is from the Sonic Underground DVDs, and that's the one that goes do 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 Dick. Yeah, that's the first one. That's the first one. But okay, anyway, so enough, enough about Deke. Uh, if so, we're going to talk about Deke, then we need to talk about Samurai Cyber Squad. That's, that's, that's something for a different episode. We'll, we'll talk about Samurai Cyber Squad in due time, but not before so, we talk about big, bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> no, I think, I, I think we should talk about like the other offshoots of Amaritoku on like, the next episode, because there's so much to talk about that. Yeah, there, okay, there's so how long was that? Was, like, was, that, was that like eight minutes of nothing? 
Oh, oh, is this the bit now? You're gonna fucking call me on the the time and talk about how bored you are? Fuck you. Shut up. Calling ourselves out because we're talking about nothing. Yeah, sometimes you talk about nothing. Sometimes it happens. Listen, welcome to the Riley Podcast Universe, okay, folks? You're gonna get a lot of what the topic is, but that's not gonna be all you get. You're gonna get a lot of side tangent bullshit. That is what we are known for here okay, at the Riley Podcast of, let, Factory. Let's for introductions, Steve, because then we talk about nothing. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, that's we introduced who we are. Uh, now let's introduce our history uh, with Power Rangers. Uh, so I guess the first relevant question is... Uh, when did you get into Power Rangers? What was like the first Power Rangers you watched? Like, what? How did you start your your love of Power Rangers? Okay, fuck's sake, what was that? The... Hold on, can we pause this? I need to stop for a second. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't say anything, and then the silence will get cut. Okay, can I just take a second to say how much I hate door to door salesman? Oh, did you have a door-to-door salesman? Yeah, some fucker tried to come in here to sell me a encyclopedia, and he wouldn't stop buzzing the goddamn ring bell. Jack, you see, here's the thing. I get what you're, where you're coming from, uh, but I was a telemarketer for a very long time, and occasionally I still am. I just work at the same company, but I mostly do customer service now. Um, and I've felt the other side of unsolicited sales, and it's like a lot of that is just people kind of trying to make ends meet. Like, you ain't got to be mean to them. I like, get if you that. I, no, I get that. I, I wasn't mean to them. I said, like, no, I'm not interested at this time. Thank you. But no, I'm not going to buy your encyclopedia. But like, God damn, that pissed me off. Yeah, no, I understand. I get it. <laughs> Don't be mean to fucking salespersons. Like, I, I, I'm not mean to people unless, like, they're being dicks about it. But then, like, I... I'm busy with something. Do you really need to fucking spam the the fucking stupid doorbell? He wants you to. He wants you to buy his encyclopedia. It's, there's a, there's a bunch of great information in that encyclopedia that he wants to share with you. I'm not a teacher anymore, and even when I was a teacher, I knew that Wiki, Wikipedia is not that terrible. Book is not always good. Wikipedia is not always bad. True. Well, I think. Yeah, I, I assume there are books that are not always good. I guess you're right. But I, I assume accredited books are usually always good. Um, and I think Wikipedia is pretty much always good, too. Like, they do have a pretty dedicated staff in terms of getting rid of misinformation on that platform. And not making just sure the staff, all... but the, the Wikipedia editors. Most often, their knowledge are just very based. <laughs> yeah. There's the... Did you ever hear about the the controversy about the Wikipedia editor who got banned because uh, he kept like linking disambiguation articles of just like as many different terms of like tits that he could think of? I'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That was that was really funny. Whatever that guy is like, bless your soul. You're the funniest man I ever seen. What a fucking hero! What a lad. <laughs> Okay, okay, what were we talking about again? Jack, how did you discover Power Rangers? What was the first series you watched? How, how did you begin your relationship with the Power Rangers franchise? Okay. If I, I'm going to say this. My first like interaction with Power Rangers wasn't act- actually with Power Rangers. It was actually with a Super Sentai season. Change Man. Really? Yeah. I never knew this. Basically, like, I, I told you about this, like, in Brazil, like, we mostly got our, like, 
Japanese television straight out of Japan by like uh, the now bankrupt Hedy Manchetti. Like I, I, I didn't know like that what was Sentai and what was all what was all that about until like years later. Like my first like interaction with like the the genre was with Change Man because my mom was a massive fan of Change Man. And like she wanted me to watch with her, and like I spent so much time watching it with her. I also came across Kamen Rider, which was Commander Black at the time. Is Change Man the one with the weird, like alpha looking helmets? Am I thinking of the right one? No, you're thinking about Bioman, which no, was no, no, not not Bioman. They they had kind of similar helmet structure, but not the other one with weird helmets. Is Change Man? Uh... No, you might be thinking about Flash Man. I might be thinking about Flash. Let me look up Change Man. He's Change Googling. Man. That's the. He's Googling. He's on a use the Google. That's the Google song. No, this is what I'm thinking of. This is Change Man. They got weird ass fucking alpha looking helmets. Not really, but whatever you say, man. But yeah, that's that was my first interaction with like this genre of Super Sentai, and like it just like sat in the back of my mind for like ages because I was mostly more interested in watching Sensei than uh, Change Man. But like I liked spending time with my mom, so I watched with her. And then like a few years later, I would come across a little season called Power Rangers SPD, which was airing on TV. On like oh wow, uh, SPD was your first, huh? Actually, like, it was my first contact, but, like, the first season I actually watched through and through was Dino Thunder. Like, okay. I, I watched, like, one or two episodes of SPD, because, like, that was the thing that passed between, like, the other shows I liked watching. On, like, uh, Hiji Bungie was the, the call, was the channel. Fucking Bungie Kids, like, they, they mostly play, like, Disney cartoons, like, and that's a Disney thing, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, I just had to burp. Fucking yes. Uh, since that was a Disney Arrow season, um, that's why it made its way here. And like, yeah, I was about to say, like, that tracks. Power Rangers was owned by Disney at that time. Yeah, and, like, I was really interesting because, like, it's a TV show about uh, police officers, and, like, that was quite rare at the time, like, at least to me, they were aware. And, like, my dad was a police officer, so that's kind of just, just clicked with me. And then, like, after after that, they started playing uh, Dino Thunder. Like, they were playing, like, all episodes, like, uh, from start from, from episode one all the way to the final episode. It's just like they had to rerun stuff because they, they had their rights to it, so they just, just reruns like, pad out time. And, like, I just absolutely fell in love with that. Like, it might be because, like, in the back of my mind, I was somewhat familiar with the concept because of Change Man. But, like, it just clicked. It was, to me, like, it was Change Man. But, like, this is way more interesting than Change Man. This is way better than Change Man. Now, they're, they're Change Man, but they're cops now. Yeah. Well, well they're, they're Change Man, but they're dinosaurs now. Because they're oh, change, and, yeah. oh, yeah. Change Man, but well, they Change Man well, were, like, military officers. Like, they were soldiers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen Change Man. I have only seen... I have never watched a Sentai to completion, and I've only watched enough episodes to remember anything about them of three. I've watched a decent amount of Ghost Sager, a decent amount of Die Ranger, and, like, the first 12 episodes of Go Kaiger. 
Okay, so Riley, now the coin is on your table. What's your first interaction with Power Rangers? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, so uh, Jack, I know Jack is being sassy because he knows my love for a particular era of the Power Rangers, that being uh, the Zordon era, as the fans coin it, which is the first six seasons, the first four series, because Mighty Morphin had three oh, seasons. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. First for six. Yeah, the first six seasons, but the first four series, because Mighty Morphin had three. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, so that was my exposure. Um, what happened is uh, I have a older sister who is 12 years older than myself. So I was born. My sister was 12. She was a, she was a 90s kid. I was born in 2002. Um, but as I was growing up, uh, my a lot of what I had... For Jack, put some fucking headphones on, for God's sake. What do you mean? I keep hearing myself through you. I am wearing headphones. What are you talking about? Well, I about? guess turn me down a little bit, because I keep like starting to hear myself. Um, but but uh, so my sister was growing up, she was becoming an adult, and I was uh, a, becoming a more cognizant to the world child. Um, and a, a lot of her VHS collection uh, was passed down to me. Uh, so a lot of the media I consumed while I was growing up in the 2000s was 90s shit, because it was just all hand-me-down from my sister. Um, so I watched like a lot of old Pokemon, a lot of other like miscellaneous old shit. Um, but most notably, I had some uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers VHSs. Um, and a couple miscellaneous VHSs from later seasons. Like, I think I had, like, a Zio episode, a In Space episode, and, like, a lot... Uh, I had the Lightspeed Rescue and Lost Galaxy crossover, I remember. And other than that, it was just, like, miscellaneous episodes of Mighty Morphin and the Mighty Morphin and Turbo movies. Um, so, that was my exposure to Power Rangers, is just watching, like, those same, like, the 10 episodes and movies over and over again. Um, I became uh, very attached to particularly Tommy Oliver. Um, it was one of my, one of, one of my biggest heroes as a child and still to this day, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Um, but I, I glomped onto that character immediately um, along with just the whole concept in general being really cool. Um, and yeah, I got super into it. And then as I grew up, I watched uh, Power Rangers on Jetix. Um, they had a lot of Zordon era reruns on the Jetix channel. Um, and I remember the first time I ever caught a new episode of Power Rangers on the television. This is a story that Jack knows will make sense. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, how about to tell uh, the time you watched Jungle Fury? Yeah, yeah. So that was actually the first time I had ever been exposed to new episodes of Power Rangers. Was one time I saw, like, a commercial on on Jetix probably or maybe on another unrelated channel maybe I was because they were on ABC so maybe I was watching like a sitcom on ABC Family or something um, and I saw a trailer for Jungle Fury I was like oh, oh new Power Rangers and I watched it it was just listen I was a dumb baby I wanted certain things out of Power Rangers and by 2007, you only really whatever, to see Jason David Frank as Tommy Oliver. Well, to be fair, I had watched like In Space and Lost Galaxy a little bit, so I wasn't only into Tommy. But like, I think the early Saban stuff, Zordon era, and even a little bit beyond, had a certain feel 
a feel that they were far separated from by the time Jungle Fury started airing. Um, so I watched Jungle Fury and I started fucking crying. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like, this isn't Power Rangers. What the fuck is this? This isn't my Power Rangers. This isn't Tommy Oliver or Andros <laughs> or Carter Grayson the, occasionally when I watch the Lost Galaxy Lightspeed crossover. <laughs> this isn't any of that. But uh, yeah, so I had the, the Jungle Fury. I actually, it remains like one of my least favorite seasons. Like when people asked me, I would say Jungle Fury is my least favorite just because I had that one really bad traumatic experience with it. Um, but now I've watched like the first third of it. It's a, it's a pretty decent season. Uh, my Cardinal Sin, actually. Um, Jack was talking earlier about the first season uh, that he watched all the way through. My Cardinal season is I've watched very few seasons of Power Rangers all the way through. Which awesome. is still something that pisses me off. Well, I piss you off because I skipped most of Mighty Morphin. You piss me off because you never watched most of shit. Yeah, you probably haven't watched a full season of Power Rangers at all because you insist on skipping things. Uh, so, uh, but I, I have a hard time finishing shows sometimes. Uh, I have a very low attention span. Things will keep my attention for a while and then I'll fall off of them hard. Not, not even because I'm not enjoying them, but just because... I'll get distracted and start doing other things. Uh, like I was watching. What'd you say? I said you're a TikToker, fucking TikTok kid. No, I, I've, I've never used TikTok in my life. I don't. Yeah, you're a TikTok kid. You can't hold your attention for like thirty seconds. That's fair. That's fair. TikTok but, uh, kid. TikTok kid. You're a Gen recently, Z. You're a Gen up, Z. Die, die, go away. Uh, <laughs> but even Gen recently. Z. Come on, Jack. Let, let me talk. Jesus. Uh, uh, so recently, I was watching SPD, and I'm super into SPD. I love the characters. I love everything about it. But I haven't watched an episode in like two weeks now. <laughs> and I don't know why. I just can't drive myself to go and watch it. Just like you can't bring yourself it. to do a certain interaction in this server. Yes, so real quick, to to the audience that is not expressly from Powerverse, I've it, it, I've made it, it it's been made obvious that fucking Power Rangers roleplay is like my secret shame. Uh but I can't have Jack on a podcast and have him shut up about it. So it it is a matter of public record. So <laughs> so uh, before you continue, I I just need to bring this up. I am mostly bringing this up cuz I need everybody to hear listening to us to King Shame Rally for it. Okay. Do your team internet kink shame this fat fuck. Oh, kink shame me for Power Rangers RP. Okay, <laughs> but there's no there's no kink involved. It's it's action RP. It's no, like, this is not this is not this is not a fucking ERP, sir. What the fuck do you think I am? Some fucking no, no, pedo? no, no, no. So the, I don't think you have to be a pedo to do ERP, but that's not well, here nor there. Well, you also need to. You can also be a redditor that uses like R slash teenagers. You know r slash teenagers i'm not even joking <laughs> do you, you want to hear about that story sure tell me story tell me an r slash teenagers story okay so r slash teenagers is a uh, as the namesake implies the fucking it's about power rangers it's about yeah it's, it's a power rangers, yeah right? it's a <laughs> it, it's a subreddit for like folks on teenagers and like it's the most sexual stuff you can find in that bloody place and they're like another subreddit, like I don't remember which one. Like I said, we don't want any teenagers on our server or on our, our, our subreddit. 
So we're going to ban everybody that uses r slash teenagers. But if they're not actual teenagers, then they'll have to prove it. And they're like, most, more, like most of the people that use r slash teenagers are like people in their 30s or 40s, sometimes even more. And they're like just posting like sexual shit, asking sexual shit, you know? That's, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, like fucking Reddit. It's Reddit. It's gross. What, what you were expecting. If you already use Reddit, fuck you. I don't want you listening to me. Leave. But yeah, the, the fuck you, everybody. It's it's basically like D and D, but I'm t- we're too lazy to use dice. <laughs> it's a it's a role play. <laughs> I mean, we sometimes use dice, but it's a fucking depends on the person who uses dice. When do we use dice in Powerverse? Like, <laughs> Has that happened? Like twice. We used like twice. Okay, I thought I was not privy to these interactions. Why did you end up using dice? Because we had like a fucking stupid discussion, and we like I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna decide it on the dice then," because you're all being pissy. And then we use it the dice function on Dino to like solve. Yeah, this that, is, that is one thing when you're doing an RP server is like it is Dungeons and Dragons without dice, which means it is at the discretion of the player to kind of like do actions and then decide whether the actions that the other person did hit them and how they respond. And a lot of times. A lot of times, if an RPer is a bad sport and just wants to win everything, it just becomes a fucking cold war of never being hit by an attack, and it's just <laughs> completely fucking null. Honestly, this has only happened once in this bloody server, and then like I saw it by killing both of them. <laughs> when did this happen? Who'd you it kill? Was during, it was during the Kali stuff, remember that? Oh, Khalil? Yeah. Oh, man. We, we gotta do some. We gotta do some episodes about like Powerverse lore at some point, and <laughs> likely that, that's there's like discussion. there's so little to talk about here that's not just like airing out dirty laundry. Well, there's dirty laundry to be had for sure, but I'm also talking about like the plot of the Powerverse RP, not just lore of the background of it. Oh, in that <laughs> case, yeah, the like everything's going so damn slow nowadays. Yeah, but there's there's plenty to talk about for the past. Um... We uh we could do an episode at some point about some of the some of the more notable teams. We do a Legacy Ranger episode. Mm-hmm. Try to try to get Nerd on for that. I don't know if he has a microphone. He might. He might. Um, we, we know he has a phone, so he likely has a microphone. Yes, but he has to have a microphone that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also, last time I remember VCing with Nerd, he was in a position where his house, I, he was telling me, like, there is no moment in which his house is not noisy, which I don't know if that's still the case or not, but I remember him being in a VC with, like, me and, like, some other friends of ours, and it just being, like, chaos in the background. The only time I remember, like, we did a VC with, with, uh, with Jason and uh, Scott, like, we, had a, we still had Athena around, the original Athena. And like we oh, were yeah. just like, we're just like fucking off and talking about random shit. And then somehow I how she's like, doing nowadays. I, I, I talked to her like a year ago, I think. Wait, you talked you talked about Tina? Like a year ago or something. A long time ago. Really? It's, it's been I like... think it was I think it was after the last time you had talked to her, because I think she had mentioned she hadn't talked to you in a while, but it still was a long time like, ago. Like it's been two years since I saw her. I would go look, but like I think that account is deleted, so I'd have to go through all the deleted accounts of my DM history to figure out. That too. 
like I know she had to change accounts once. I don't remember exactly why. And like the only like like uh friend like that I had like like our what's uh, like mutual friend we had like a stupid fight over making fun of a school shooter. <laughs> like we were making fun of I was making fun at a fucking stupid school shooter and he got pissed at it for some reason. Which one? Do you I I don't remember. I, I remember like the the school shooter was like a, a, a trans person, a trans kid. There a trans kid that shot up a school? Yeah. What was this? I don't remember. It's been so long. America okay. has so many school shooters that it's hard to keep track of them. Yeah, there's so many fucking school shooters that it's hard for me to keep track of like who they are and what their story is. Um and. That's a sad state to be in, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, oh, please, let's talk about why America has the worst education system in the world. Please, let's talk about that. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. Uh, <laughs> stay, tuned, stay tuned for the Power vs. Juice Bar episode about the American education system. Uh, this is slowly becoming a copy of the dick show. <laughs> If only, <laughs> if only I could approach such quality. Well, um, that, I, I've, I've already that, done my biggest problem ripoff, and that went on for 109 episodes. And by, we're like, only missing, we're only missing like having like an indie dev bitching about that people didn't like his game. Did that happen on the Dick Show? Yeah, the the guy that made uh, Yik. Like the, oh, that, the Yik guy went on the Dick Show. I gotta listen. Yeah, to that he went on the Dick Show and he like was bitching and moaning about it. Because they're like, like, my main problem is that I thought video games were art, but like gamers, TM. Like, it was like a complete shit show. Like, him just crying, bitching about it. Because I feel like Yik is pretty big now. Well, it got big now because of the Oni Place playthrough. Yeah, like, it was the, it, it, Oni Plays is what broke the broke the fucking wall, and then a bunch of memes spawned from Oni Plays. And but yeah, y- Yik is a really old game, my guy. Yik oh, is I like didn't from know. Yik is like from 2017 or 18 or something like that. It's old. Speaking of Yik, the new like DLC that they actually somehow managed to like made looks somewhat decent. I I don't know. I might play Yik someday. Well, I if you're gonna play Yik, then you're gonna need like a, a full month free because that game's just a massive word soup. I might yik out at some point. You're gonna yik out. You're gonna <laughs> yik. I'm fucking yiking. I'm yiking. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. yiking out. <laughs> okay, hold on. Who's gonna win? Yiking out or Morbin? <laughs> uh. Yicking out. <laughs> Alex Yick would destroy Morbius. <laughs> well, uh, Alex Yick does have like a. Well, since we're on a Power, a Power Rangers podcast, this is on topic because like uh, Alex Yick has like a stupid ripoff Power Rangers statue on his room. So that's somewhat on topic. Well, there you go. Yick is a Power Rangers fan. Alex Yick likes the legally distinct uh, soldiers. <laughs> legally distinct colored soldiers. Remember that time I made a fucking NFT joke on like April Fools? 
I do remember, and I remember people getting actually mad, like they did not realize it was April first. Yeah, <laughs> fucking literally the string cryptor. Oh, I think they only realized that I was fucking taking a piss when I posted like the like the crypto island meme. Yeah, this is the, this is crypto island now. Yeah, power versus turned into crypto island. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna buy an island. <laughs> in Island 2, where the age of consent is mental. Tap <laughs> <laughs> into the Crypto Island fucking scammers. I remember the Crypto Island, like, commercial. Because I listened to a podcast where Asterios Kokonos of Occasional Dick Show fame uh, talked about it. And <laughs> it was real silly. Don't be shy, go ahead and try. <laughs> oh, God. But- God fucking damn it. I-, I love being in a fucking cyberpunk world. It's not quite what I was envisioned, but surely it's like as terrible. Is, is this cyberpunk the world we live in? Yeah, we are living in a cyberpunk world. It's not futuristic, but it surely is terrible. No, it's That's- not cyberpunk until we can be cyborgs. <laughs> that's that's when it becomes cyberpunk. I mean how exactly do you define a cyborg? Someone who has robot parts that are enhancements rather than just a, a th- something connected to the nerves to replace a lost limb, because those aren't robotic, if that's, the, if that's where you're going. Like, cybernetic enhancements powered by computers. That's, that's, that's the point we have to get to. Once, uh, once Elon finishes his fucking mind neurolink or whatever the fuck, maybe we'll whenever he stops like shitting, like shit posting on Twitter, <laughs> he can shit post on Twitter and make the neurolink. <laughs> nah, on. he can only do one because he doesn't have enough time to both to both. Fair enough. Fair enough. L- just like you, you can't like record this buddy thing if you won't uh, finish the first one thing you were doing. Which you told me apparently it's very easy to do and you were paying money for no reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, editing podcast, I had for a long time deferred that responsibility to my friend Jason. And then once my friend Jason resigned, to my friend Demi Gloom. Um, and I was paying them to do it. Um, and that is still that is still something I need to do in some cases. Like, if the podcast has visuals, I can't do that shit. Or... Like, if the podcast has, like, incessant, like, transitions and music and stuff, that does make it somewhat difficult. Um, but I realized that there's a very easy automated way to do the silence cutting out, which I used to do manually. Um, so what used to be a fucking five-hour job has turned into, like, a 30-minute job. <laughs> so... <laughs> so That's- now I can do it on sure- Hold on, Riley. I'm not sure if you're either a fucking Gen Z or if you're a boomer. No, because I I didn't trust the bots. Because I think like I had had a friend. Yeah, that's why I think you're a boomer now. Yeah, maybe I'm a boomer because I I I had a I had a podcast that I used to do with another guy. Um, and he used I think the same bot tool that I used, and it turned out completely fucking awful. But that's just because he doesn't know how to tweak the settings. And Demi Gloom showed me how to tweak the settings, and now it works perfectly. Fucking boomer. So that saves me $15 a week, <laughs> which is good. 
Okay, um, and, and, and now I can start doing unreasonable amounts of podcasts again because I know I can, as long as I don't get ambitious with like music and transitions, I can finish a podcast in like 15 minutes. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, though. Prepare to a massive tidal wave of really the Riley terrible podcast. Podcasts. Mega feed is fucking back and it's going to be full of dumb podcasts that don't matter and I don't care about. <laughs> it's going to be, and this show, this show I do care about. This is one I've been wanting to make for a while, but I'm probably also going to just start throwing spaghetti at the wall again. <laughs> uh, Boy. But anyway, to get back, get back on track, uh, let's talk about some of our favorites. Some of uh, what defines us as Ranger fans as being our favorite aspects of the franchise. So first of all, Jack, this is going to be probably the hardest question, or at least up there in the hardest questions. Uh, gun to your head. You got to give us a straight answer. Who is your absolute favorite Power Ranger, and why? Sentai or, or Power Rangers? Nah, I'm joking. No, the Power Rangers only. I said I'm joking, fucking retard. Okay, okay. Okay, so likely, likely Trent, to be honest. It's either going to be Trent or... It's either going to be Trent, Rocky, or uh, what's his name? I forgot. I forgot. Who? Who are you forgot? You're going to have to tell me like what his color is or something and what show he's in. Oh, hold on. I'm trying to remember exactly his name because I'm that stubborn. Okay. My, my well, I, mean, I, could probably, I could probably give you the name if you told me the ranger, but I guess you're stubborn. So see if Yeah, I'm stubborn. I'm fighting my brain to remember. Uh, Dylan, Dylan from RPM, yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either one of those three, Rocky, because he's Latino and he's one of my favorite characters, especially in Zio. He had the best characteristic in Zio. Uh, Trent, because well, he was my favorite, my first uh, six stranger I saw being evil. Like, I really like that aspect. Like, when he Trent was evil, he was likely my favorite evil ranger. But then I watched Abba Ranger and like Mikoto is just way more cooler. I feel like you can't match. There have been plenty of evil Power Rangers, but you really can't match the first. <laughs> nah, nah, I think Trent can easily out- outdo uh, Evil Tommy. I don't know, man. I-, I-, I don't remember Evil Trent being that intimidating. Like he was just like another bad guy, whereas. Whereas Tommy, as a bad guy, definitely felt like the Rangers were completely outmatched, and like he spoke in a way that was completely intimidating and scary. Um, Trent, and that's... Trent really out outshined Jason, uh, not Jason, uh, Tommy, when he was out of suit. Because like when they were fighting suit, like they had to cut so much of the most cool, st- like the cool stuff from the fight scenes. They just had to exit. Like, uh, remember the first scene where Trent is introduced? Are you asking me if I remember? No. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I, I have not seen that in a very long time. Okay, so his first, his first, uh, his first scene as uh, the White Ranger, Mikoro just did so much cool shit with with his scene, while they just had to cut so much of it in Dino Thunder, mostly because like, Wah, violence. I'm a father's gr- group who don't like violence. Was like, it that? Was it that bad back in Dino Thunder? I didn't think that really started being a problem until like the end of SPD. That's when I, mean, I really heard it started. I mean, it was always a problem with dead groups. 
fire groups. Like they, it was all, always a problem with like tent groups. Like they never liked this bullshit. Yeah, I think that's also why they stopped using like any weapons in Mighty Morphin season three, and it just became all karate. Yeah, that was always a problem with like Power Rangers in general and parent groups. Like, I get why they need to exist, but bloody hell, like you don't need to be this airtight. Yeah, I... people's adverse to like violence in children's media is just so off base. Like. They think it's gonna it's gonna like influence kids to be violent in the future, and it's like, first of all, all these shows you're like g- rallying against uh, do stand against meanless meaningless violence. Turn me down, Jack. Um, do stand against meaningless vi- violence. Um, like Power Rangers, especially, is a very fucking preachy show that's about being a good person and doing good things, um, and. Pa- parents rallying against it just because oh no they're using weapons is really stupid. Honest to God, man, if those parent groups saw half the stuff we were watching down here, they would just like their minds would just brick. Like, <laughs> like, right? Like, I'm gonna tell like one of the main reasons I like Sensei so much. It's like we got the uncensored version of it, and like, Riley, how much blood does a human body has? Uh, if you think I know that number, you're about you're five wrong, liters. But... About okay. five liters. Five liters. About five liters of blood in a human body. Okay. Do you, do you know how much blood does the sense sensei have in their bodies? Infinity. All this is just yes, yes, blood. It has all the blood in it. The Oof. the violence just escalates to the point that, like they literally painting the goddamn walls red with just blood. Like most stuff, like we watched down here, like we didn't get the censored version. Like you, you, you like Dragon Ball, right? You like yeah. Dragon Ball and all that shit. You, you do, you do know the censors, the censorship they did with Nick, with Nickelodeon did, right? For sure, I know Nickelodeon completely fucking butchered Dragon Ball Z Kai with. We got none yeah. of that censorship because we got our Dragon Ball straight off toy. Like we didn't even get the the English version to translate. We translated straight from Japanese into Portuguese. Fair enough. Uh, my thing with blood and media is I feel like it definitely has to be... A balance has to be struck, because I feel like if something's too bloody, then it just feels like it's bloody for the sake of being bloody. I think the I best mean, balance... Sure, yeah, but like, I like the, that catharsis. I just, I just like reveling the catharsis. For me, it's like if there's too much blood, it's just like, oh, that's what this show is, huh? Like, like Invincible is really fucking good. But all the combat is super like bloody and messed up, and I'm like, okay, so that's the premise then. I'm 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 okay into that premise, but like when I'm in when I'm in a show and I'm like invested in the action of it, I want the action to like feel like the focus. Um, having some amount of blood is realistic. I would say like Dragon Ball and Naruto are probably the best franchises I've seen strike this balance. I've seen the uncensored versions of Dragon Ball. I'm not talking about the Nicktoons fucking version. Mm-hmm. Um, where the blood is not a there's not like blood gushing all over the field as they fight, but like as a fight develops and a character becomes injured, you can see like blood start to drip out of like their arms and their face. And like you can tell there's like ab- cuts and abrasions that have come from the combat. Mm-hmm. And that's about that's about the balance of blood that I like to see struck in violent media. Yeah, pretty much I can get that. Like, I like that. I like that when it has some balance to it. But, like, 
some shows I really just don't care. I just want to see the, the catharsis. That's fair, too. <laughs> like, I, as much as I love Sensei, I can't take that, that the, like, the, the plot of the show seriously. I mainly watch it because, like, the, of the violence. Like, it's not really combat. It, like, it's violent dialogue. It's a dialogue that just has to be really fucking violent. They yell at each other and they start bleeding. They, no, they, they're like talking about like plot shit while they beat the shit out of each other. Like they're, they're talking about important stuff that's happening while they just smack each other. It's, that's it's great. A, it's a violent dialogue. They're not even screaming at each other. Just they're talking, but like with their fists and their mouths. But anyway, Jack, uh, if you had to make the call between the three candidates that you mentioned, like I said, it is a gun to your head situation. Who is your favorite Power Ranger? It's a really hard balance. Are you, it's hard to pick one because like, as much as I like Trent, I don't like him enough to make him like my first one. What were, the, what were the three you mentioned again? You mentioned Trent, you mentioned Rocky, and you mentioned Dylan. Dylan, Dylan from so, RPM. Maybe I'm off base here, but I feel like your love for Trent and for Rocky more so than your love for Dylan uh, come from like biases. No, Rocky for sure biases, but like Rocky for sure is biases because like Latino character. I like Latino characters. Fuck off with the like Latinx thing. Don't 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 ever say no, that. We, we gotta bring that up on this podcast. Talk about I'm Latinx. Not bring that up to the podcast. Like, don't ever call a Latino person Latinx. That's a fucking slur. Fuck you. <laughs> but like, yeah, Rocky because he's Latino. Like, he's one of my favorite Latino characters. Uh, Trent because he was he was my first like interaction with the Sixth Ranger and like I yeah, thought exactly. he was so, so damn cool. Like, like those are bias reasons where I feel like your love for Dylan is more so a love for the character. Well, that's also kind of kind of biased it because I I like cyborg characters. Fair enough. <laughs> all of them are biased. That's why like all of them are biased. Biased picks. If I'm not gonna be biased, then I like likely pick like uh, Leo, but then I won't also be biased because of my name. Yeah, that's true. Also, Leo's a bad one, actually. No, fuck uh, we, can have, we can have no. that debate. Uh, all right, I'm gonna have a violent dialogue with you. It's just say Leo is a bad Red Ranger. He's he's not good. <laughs> he ain't good. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna go with the the basic bitch one and say Wes, because like I I don't like guns in my head. Fair. Uh, Wes Wes is a good one from what I've told. I'm gonna I've be only... a basic bitch and just say Wes. It's not, it's not even on my top ones, but I'm just going to say Wes. Well, you have to say one of your top. Don't, like, make up an answer. God doesn't know. It's a made-up answer. Well, you've already told me your top three, so just pick from that top three. You're the one holding the gun. Fuck. What happened to be your friends? Fuck you. We are friends. I was simply, you were having trouble picking between the three. So I was making the point that perhaps <laughs> your, your appreciation of Rocky and of Trent might be a bit more biased than your appreciation of Dylan trying to lead you to an answer. <laughs> That's all I was doing. With a gun. Yes, with a gun. <laughs> True. The, gu the gun is just to help you out. It's just to push you. It's a gentle push, you know? 
Well, you have to love tap, but actually do a love tap. Don't fucking put me under gunfire. Fuck off. Yeah, it's a little little love tap of the chamber onto your temple directly. Let's <laughs> pull the trigger already. I'm not giving you a straight answer. There's three possible answers. Just pull just, the gun. Just, just pull the one. trigger. Just declare one. Oh, fuck. I'll, I'll just say Rocky because you have fucking Zardonair shield. Yeah, fucking let's go. Great answer, Rocky. Jack. You're Rocky. <laughs> The, the best the, answer out of Give me the gun. Your turn. Give me the gun. Here. Okay. I'm it's my turn. It. Your it's turn. A, you you don't like, even have to encourage bitch. me with the gun because I have I'm, a very straight, very obvious I'm gonna answer. Cock this shit. Here, I'm gonna cock this shit. Hold on. <laughs> the the gun's cocking the aim at you. Like, give me the answer. Okay. The answer's Tommy. <laughs> Obviously. Of course. Now I'm gonna pull the trigger because yeah, you already knew that. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Now I'm dead. Uh, but. <laughs> Tommy Oliver, listen, it's the generic pick, but it's the generic pick for a fucking reason, okay? No, Tommy generic, Oliver... The, the reason is because they're a Mighty Morphin shill. That's the reason. I am a Mighty Morphin shill, but the thing is, people get too much shit for saying Tommy Oliver is their favorite Power Ranger, when Tommy Oliver is, like, objectively maybe, like, one of the most explored and, like, good characters in Power Rangers history. So Pretty it makes sense... He's the only character that actually had that much time to um on screen to get past yeah, the stuff. Yeah, he does. He have the most. Yeah, he has the most. He has like fucking five seasons to his name. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of episode count, I thought I remembered Billy being higher than him actually, because <laughs> he was well, in Bill... every Mighty Morphin episode. Still, Billy was only on like like two seasons, arguably three if we go with the Phantom Ranger thing. But like well, he was... Tommy had like fucking had five seasons to his name. He was five different Rangers. That is true. Also, I cannot in good faith believe that the Phantom Ranger is Billy. Um, because then the whole Cassie and Phantom Ranger romance thing would be a little weird. Wait, that was a thing? Yes, there was definitely a little romance thing setting up between Cassie and the Phantom Ranger. So really? <laughs> So I don't think Billy's a groomer. I think it might be someone else. Wait, I wait. Hold on, really? It was that? I really don't remember that. Yes, there was definitely a little bit of a romance subplot between Cassie and the Phantom Ranger. I'm pretty sure the Phantom Ranger writes Cassie a love letter at some point. Like it is real. Hold on, I, play the fucking Google song. I need to check. This, I need to like check this. The Google song. <laughs> play the Google song. Not played the <laughs> listen, that's too much ever. I've not played any songs. Just just Google it. <laughs> Phantom Ranger Cassie Romance. Cause I, I really don't remember this shit. I think you're pulling my leg. No, there, there was certainly a romance subplot between the Phantom Ranger Hold and Cassie. On, I'm Googling on the fucking Ranger Wiki. Uh although I guess we never get a canon age for Cassie, so maybe it's not groomer shit. Maybe she's a senior. Mm. No, you're just being stupid. Cause I, I, hold on, I think you know what you're talking about. What wasn't like when the the Phantom Ranger was evil and he turned Cassie into stone? No, no, no. The, let me look this up. This is real. This is certainly real. I think you're pulling my leg. Cause the only thing I can like arguably say was slightly like romance, quote unquote, is like when the Phantom Ranger was evil on Fall of the Phantom, and like he turned her into stone and then like went back to being good. 
that like he regretted turning him to stone. Hold on. Hmm. Why is there like entire plot summaries about her role in fucking Lost Galaxy, but nothing else? Like all the other ones are just like very general summaries on the Ranger Wiki. I I know this is real. I swear to fucking god, if this isn't real, this is a Mandela effect shit. Because I swear to God, I think, I think you're I think you're just having a funny analog horror moment. The funny analog horror catalog. There's no way. I really think this you're just. This has to be real. I really think you're just like not. Okay. The only okay. romance thing I can arguably say is like when Cassie was turned to stone and like the Phantom Ranger felt bad for her and like used the 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 Ruby thing. Phantom Ranger retreated. Cassie wants to know where he was going. If like if not that, then I could like arguably think you're. I think you're like. Think they had a thing going because, like, there was like a a joke in Car Ranger where the uh, VR master, the Phantom Ranger in Car Ranger, like they had like multiple jokes where like the like the the pink racer had a thing for him. Yeah, that that might be. It just felt like there was something there, and I swear, maybe the love letter is a false memory, but I could have sworn there was some sort of love letter. <laughs> are, are you think are, are you sure you're not thinking about the dear John letter? That is not a love letter. That is an unlove letter. <laughs> that is a de-love letter. <laughs> Still a letter. I think you might be mixing up stuff. Man, the Dear John letter makes me upset. <laughs> That's so mean. Like, I, call, I call the man on the phone. You have his phone number. Don't write him a Dear John letter. Just like ask Zordon or Alpha to teleport her to like yeah, he's in the teleportation. She can talk they to him. Teleportation, it's like teleport back to your girl for like an hour at most. But uh, that said, like thank God that the dear John exists, letter exists because like Cass is a way better romance pair for Tommy than Kimberly ever was. I wouldn't say way better. I'd say she's just as good. But like I can, I could also very easily see the world where he stays with Kimberly, and I would be satisfied with that. Nah, I, I think Cat is a better pick. Who does Kimberly doesn't even get anybody? I get there. There, there are two prevalent fan theories. One of which I like a lot better than the other. One, one of which is pretty much verifiably untrue. The other one I like. Yeah, the Jason one wasn't like. Couldn't be a thing because there's there's no fucking way there's yeah, zero fucking way. Like Jason wasn't even there with her. Like that wasn't like they were they were a thing going on in the first like season of of My Morphin. I can't see them hooking up I don't later. Think so? I don't think there was ever that. Yeah, might be just me because like red and pink and all that. Yeah, the, that that does become a trope throughout the series, but in Mighty Morphin, I do not think it was the case. Yeah, uh, I think that was the case, but whatever. I I think that was the case because like the fucking stupid romance triangle thing with Tommy, Jason, and Kimberly. There's no romance triangle. It's not true. There's no triangle to be had. Um, but the other fan theory that I've heard that I actually like is that she ends up with Skull and that Spike is her kid. I like that a lot. <laughs> when should the, the one that said that Skull like Trini, not Kimberly? 
No, Bulk liked Trini. Skull liked Kimberly. That is canon. Meh. I don't think so, but whatever. No, no, no. Because I remember... I don't know. No, it definitely is. Because I know there's an episode later. It's in season three, the the Love Potion episode, which is also the episode that makes the Billy and Aisha ship canon for real, I promise, guys. Um, Where she, she... Gets a love potion and falls in love with Skull. And Skull is like really into it because Skull has had a crush on her the whole series. And then the spell gets broken and Skull gets his heart broken and it's sad. If you say so. That's the. <laughs> all you gotta do is watch fucking Potion Notion from season three. Crow's in the chat asking to watch season three once we're done here. So I guess we'll watch Potion Notion. Because I skipped that one. I, don't, I had no interest in watching that. Well, the fuck you. You're gonna watch it. No, I'm not. Come on. No. You can't. You can't watch the episode you skipped with me and Crow for fun, even Jesus. No, because you refuse to watch Zero One with me for fun. But Zero One is. I don't want to watch Common Rider. I don't. I don't, don't like want to watch that filler episode. But it's still Power Rangers. I if you asked me, to, if you asked me to watch Power Rangers that I didn't want to watch, I'd watch it. I just don't want to watch Common Rider. Well, I don't want to watch this episode of Money Morphin. We're going to make you watch Potion Notion. But anyway, no. <laughs> enough about that. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you also have to see that I'm right about Billy and Aisha. That is an, uh, another important aspect of that episode. No, that's not the thing. Like, I don't think you're wrong about that. I just don't care. But, I, but anyway, folks. Uh, so, yeah, my favorite Power Ranger is Tommy. He's like my favorite superhero in general. I've always had a very strong relationship with Tommy Oliver. Um, I just, he, he was my hero as a kid. Like everybody has their kind of one hero. Like for a lot of kids, it's like maybe a Spider-Man or a Superman. Maybe for some of the weird kids, it's a Goku or a Saint Seiya if you're Jack. Um, but for me, it, it, it really was Tommy, like in all of his forms, except for the one that we don't talk about. (laughs) <laughs> the one that they don't even talk about, it, considering every time Tommy reappears and his old forms reappear, Turbo Red never appears. <laughs> so they don't want to talk about that one either. But every every other form of Tommy is is very good. I love the character arcs. Um, Tommy Oliver is just again. I I, I have to nerd out about this. I I believe you were in the call when we were watching Green with Evil Jack, and I started nerding out about this particular thing. Nah. Like I like I skipped like all the way to the the body fight because like whatever was going on, I already watched it and I just wanted to get it like true already. And oh yes, you did skip the body fight and then we screamed at you and told you to go back. And, and then, then I you just, just left like, the call. Left. And then you like <laughs> nodded out to crow, not me. Okay, so there is a moment in Green with Evil that fully establishes Tommy's entire character, and it's so fucking brilliant. So, it is, it is the school scene, right? So here's, here's the, the, some of the primary tenets of Tommy Oliver. He, first of all, we all know he's a certified badass, martial arts expert, could kick your ass and mine. He is also a big goofball. He's a little bit of a goofy. He's, he's a goofy man. Um, he would never lay his hands on anybody that he doesn't need to. Never mind, I was there for that part. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is for the listeners, not for you. Um, he would ne- he would never lay his hands on somebody if he doesn't need to, and he's always going to stand up and protect what he believes in and protect innocent people. So there's a scene very early on in Green with Evil Part One where Bulk and Skull are harassing Kimberly, uh, and Tommy Ol- Tommy Oliver walks up to them, tells them to knock it off. Um, and then he's like, what are you going to do? And then Bulk's like, what are you going to do about it? And then Tommy just starts, like, fucking shadow boxing. <laughs> he just fucking starts fighting the air and just, like, showing off his sick-ass karate moves. And he scares them away. You know, it was kind of goofy, but it was also badass. And he, and he protected somebody that was innocent without laying a hand on somebody he didn't need to. It was a very brilliant way to introduce Tommy's character. Um, but those those tenants hang true throughout the whole series. We see him develop from just a new kid in town who kind of feels he kind of feels a little bit alienated. He doesn't really fit in. Um, and he kind of grows into fitting in. He finds his group of friends in the Power Rangers. Um, he kind of goes through um, some character arcs where he doubts his place even in that group uh, during his time as the Green Ranger and losing those powers again and again. Um, but then that is eventually resolved fully when he becomes the White Ranger. It becomes obvious that the entire Power Ranger team is fully invested in him just as much as they're invested in each other. Um, he is a part of their family just as much as anyone else. And then I still think becomes- that the, I still think that that moment with the Ranger, White Ranger would be like way more powerful if they all changed into the Dark Ranger suits, like to make him feel like even more welcomed. I don't know about that, but uh, that's that's a little silly, but. Yeah, the, the, he becomes the White Ranger, he becomes the leader, then he starts kind of developing as the leader. Um, one of the best Power Ranger leaders, just because he fucking earned it. He was not the chosen one. Jason mm. was the fucking chosen one. He, Tommy proved himself and found himself in that position because he had proven to Zordon that he could fucking handle it. Um, so... That, that that was an important aspect of his character. We saw him grow and change as the leader throughout Mighty Morphin season two and season three into Zeo. Then he then he races some cars in Turbo, but don't worry about that. That's fine. Um, and then he was preparing he, for the Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was doing Fast and Furious um, before and then, Fast and Furious. Exactly. <laughs> I remember in Photoshop class we had to make like movie posters, and I did make like a a parody of the the Fast and Furious movie cert poster but about the power rangers turbo movie i wish i still had it uh but well yeah at least you didn't mix like sonic and pikachu no i did not do that thankfully Um, but uh and then we get a good epilogue for the character in uh dino thunder we get to see him grown up we see him lead his own team of ranger, the like mentor his own team of rangers. He get, he gets to be the Zordon of the season, and also still be an ass kicking Power Ranger because you can't have Tommy in the season without him being an ass kicking Power Ranger. He's he's just great, and I love him a lot. Um, so we talked about favorite Ranger. It's time to talk about favorite series. Uh, Jack, I think I know your answer, but no, 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 anyway, no, no, no. You go first. You go first. Let okay. everybody know hear what you already said. All right, all right. So I've been having a struggle lately about what I want to put in this slot. I was it was very strongly Zeo for many, many years. And I feel like maybe it still is. But also I watched all of Mighty Morphin a year ago and I'm like, mm, do I like this more than Zeo actually? Um, but 
I think it is Zio. Zio is a natural evolution of Mighty Morphin. Uh, we get to see those characters kind of move on into a different status quo. Um, they're, they're still written beautifully, maybe even more so than they were in Mighty Morphin. Um, the, the villains are fun. The suit designs are cool. Um, I think Zio is just probably, probably the best season out there. Um, runner-ups are Mighty Morphin and In Space, because I am a Zordon era cuck. Um, but... Yeah, I think I think Zio. I'm pretty steadfast in that being my answer. Uh, so, what about you, Jack? Okay, I was expecting you to just say Mighty Morphin and be done with that. No, no, no. It's it, it's it's always been Zio, <laughs> though Mighty Morphin has challenged its throne. But I, I think it's still Zio. Okay, Riley, what do you think my answer is gonna be? Dino Thunder. <laughs> well, you're fucking wrong, and you're also very gay. It's also Lost Galaxy, bitch. Oh my fucking god, dude. I've seen Lost Galaxy, it's good, but that's your favorite? Yeah, it actually managed to outrun Dino Thunder after, like, oh multiple my god. years. Okay, so where the fuck do I start with, with like, Lost Galaxy? Likely, one of my main reasons I like it so much is, like, because, like, it's evolving where the, the world left off. Like, I recall, I think I told you about this, like, the uh, a chat I had with Amit Mahomik, who was the former show writer, showrunner of Power Rangers? Oh yeah, don't you like talk to Amit Bamik? <laughs> yeah, like a couple of times it's been like ages since we talked, mostly because like he's busy with live stuff. Like say, so, like, like I don't even like it. Yeah, like if you're busy, don't bother. Like I'm not gonna get in your way. You have your live stuff. I'm just a fan who like likes talking to you. I'm not a priority. You but, should. Uh, you should see if you can book an interview. D- don't be aggressive about it. Just like send like an asking text. Mm-hmm. Well, next time I manage to get a hold of him, I might. But yeah. in another scenario, like, like uh, when we're talking about like power Rangers, like you know how like I like he told like one of like the the least like favorite things of working on was Lost Galaxy because he grew so attached with like the the former cast, like from Zeo all the way to in space, like he was just too attached with them, and he didn't like working on Lost Galaxy because like to him it was like. It was too different. It, like the same reason why you like didn't like <laughs> the watching. same reason I reacted to Jungle Fury. <laughs> yeah, said, like he was working on it, and like to him it was like too different and didn't feel right. He wanted to see Carlos and the gang. And like my point to him was like that more or less was different, but like that's the best course of action this franchise could have ever picked, because like the world and the universe it's bigger than just like eleven people, twelve people, sixteen people, or something. Like the cast from Mighty Morphin to like uh, Turbo, the world is bigger than them. So why not explore more than just them? Like, how about we see like new people learning to like live up to the power? How about we get to see more people like learning that what means to be a hero, what means like to have this responsibility, what's the the loss, the sacrifice, everything involved into it. People react to it differently. And that's why I think like it's the best evolution of the franchise. It picked what really worked and then just evolved into it. Evolved in, like into something new. I yeah. like he told my like change like it didn't feel natural at first, but like I I told him like change very rarely feels natural at first. But that's the power of hindsight. Like this is like, the my... main this is the main reason like, I dislike most new seasons of Power Rangers, 
because they're just trying to emulate the the old ones instead of building into it. I don't okay. want I don't want more like my morphine. I want new stuff. I want like take those powers and write something that's just not mighty morphine. Fuck's sake, it's it's not just mighty morphine. It's not just go go Power Rangers. It's the the series is almost thirty years old now. How about you act like it? There's a whole legacy up to it. Yeah, I get you. So here's my thing. Me, me and Jack kind of differ in this area, but I think he thinks I feel more aggressively than I do. Obviously, I am a Zordon era shill, but like I do understand the appeal that Jack is discussing, where we get to see new characters and new scenarios, uh, learning those lessons about being heroes and going through different plots. I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. My thing is I really just enjoy the Zordon era having continuity for more than one season. I didn't want it to last forever, but I like that it had multiple series that kind of flowed into each other. The cast didn't remain stagnant that whole time either. It did change several times, but it was all building this one big cohesive story throughout several series. And I think that was really cool. And I would like to see them try that again if they can get a good enough cast that will actually hold it up. Um, and I think I think the most recent cast that could have done that was Dino Charge, and they did not do it. So, <laughs> and like like I told you, like I, the main reason I hate Dino Dino Fury now, it's because like they just squander so much opportunity. I don't think the the actors are bad or anything. I just think they're like the writing, the script they handle. It's just really boring. They they they're not characters. It's like they're just cardboard cuttings. They're they're nothing. They're just like pretending to be characters from the nineties. Like yeah, I, I, started... I mean, I've only seen like six episodes. I think the six episodes I've seen are very good, but maybe it gets worse. <laughs> it does, honestly, it does. And honestly, like. Another reason why I actually, uh, right, before I, like, I just disliked it, but nowadays I, I, write it, I outright despise Dino Fury. It's because I'm watching through Real Soldier, the Sentai of that season. And by fucking God, I never seen so much opportunity in one place. Like, there, there's so much you can actually work with the source material to make an outstanding season. Honestly, I'd say like there's enough. There's there's more than enough opportunity here to make a series that's outright better than Mighty Morphin ever could dream to be. Because like you have, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a little. <laughs> I, I am going to be that extreme because like, dear fucking god, there's so damn much. The the like, it's a massive green valley of possibilities, but then then if you just does nothing with it. And that I hate that they just squandered so much opportunity of a really good season, and now they're gonna do it again with fucking Cure Ranger. Like Cure Ranger is like one of my favorite seasons of Sentai, like second only to Lupin versus Spider Ranger. But like Cure Ranger has so much opportunity to like be a, like a proper space themed season. Like yeah, you see the thing about it is. Uh, I'm into the very general idea of them doing an MMPR season two again because I kind of liked that they didn't change the suits. I thought it was I thought it kind of gave the show its own identity. They are changing the suits the though. Sentai. They are changing they're the not. suits. Like they're not changing to the Q Ranger suits, but like they're changing the suits. 
they yeah, only keep their helmets. The suits, but they're still going to be the Dino Fury suits. It's, no, it's just going to be the Dino Fury helmets. The, everything else is going to be different. Okay, fair enough. But uh, but yeah, it, it's still the general concept. Though, like, you know, still the helmet on, is kind of the I main am going to go on a fucking rant. Speaking of, oh my fucking god, I am so pissed that they're not going to use the Q-Ranger suits because that is peak aesthetic. That's peak space aesthetic. Fuck's sake, why are you doing this? You have gold in your heads. Why are you selling for fucking fool's gold? Like fucking Pirita. Why are you selling for that? What oh I want to know, here's what I really want. I want them to get even more cucked about it. If you want to make fucking Zordon era Power Rangers so bad, just pay those actors. <laughs> do, do Power, do pa- do Power are- Rangers in space too. With Q Ranger, I mean, Dad, you can actually do that, but they're all, they're also already doing a time on thirty. Jack, you're cutting out. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, uh, I I'm screaming too loud, and like noise suppression doesn't know what's happening. Oh, okay. I said like um, they they already are going to do a Mighty Morphin Two with thirty years later. They they are doing that. I don't know how long that's going to last. I. Have they given any detail about that? Because I was under the impression this was just going to be a fucking Dino Fury two-parter. And some people seem to think it's going to be its own series. So I wonder what's yeah, going it's on. It's a movie, actually. I think it's going to be it's a, a movie. movie. Okay. But like, every, the only thing I actually know about it is like the, the new character that's supposed to be Trini's kid. He's going to be Zen Kaiser. Isn't it going to be a girl? She's yeah. That, be Zen Kaiser? Yeah, okay. she's going to be a girl Zen Kaiser. Just like Trini sad. was a was a female ranger when the original ranger was a guy. That's pretty sick. I also... What are they going to do with Adam? <laughs> That's what I, I want to no, know. I have no idea, but Adam has like a, a SPD name tag on his on He his does chest. have a fucking SPD logo on him. And... I, why? How? Tell me how, Power why? Rangers. Uh, honestly, I... <laughs> Honestly, I just want to know who the fuck is writing this, because, like, I feel shit. I, I think it's going to be terrible. I honestly think it's going to be terrible. It'll be... It might be terrible. I feel like it'll be hard to make it irredeemable. Like, there's going to be things that I like. Honestly, I, I... I'm I, scared I, there's also going to be a lot of things I don't like. Honestly, I think it's going to be like the fucking BoJack, you know, like, outro. Back in the 90s, the fucking movie. It's going to be back in the 90s, the movie. Which I'm fine with if they do it right. Just don't fuck it up too bad. I mean, just don't make bad decisions about. I characters. mean, they, I mean, by doing just like back in the '90s, the movie, they is already gonna be a fucking because they're just gonna be ignoring so much of the movie of the universe. But but the special is about Mighty Morphin. The yeah, special but, is to honor the first series as, because of the 30 year anniversary. No, they're not. Riley, Riley, you're missing my point. My point is like they're gonna just act like it's Mighty Morphin episode like. One through ten again, they're not gonna give the the characters their proper like evolution self ev- evolved selves. Fair enough. We'll see where it goes. Who's behind this? Is it just the same staff that's doing Cosmic? Same Fury staff, or? and that's why I'm really fucking worried. Because okay. yeah, whatever, is, honestly, whatever the fuck Simon Bennett touches, it automatic automatically becomes shit. If you're going to get a writer, an old hat Power Rangers writer for a project like this, you get whoever the fuck wrote Zio. 
<laughs> get that guy. Yeah, get Adit Balvik. That's what I'll be saying. Oh, yeah. I've been saying that for the past years. <laughs> I don't want any, anybody who fucking works in Mighty Morphin. I don't want any, anybody who works I think both Mighty Morphin to work in Power Rangers. <laughs> no, but even for this special, though, it's like a lot of these... The the writing did naturally. I, I assume the same people behind Zio were also working on like season three of Mighty Morphin. So... I know, but like I'm talking about like the main the main personnel, like the big. Yeah, the no, big I names. got you. I, I'm talking about the 30th anniversary special. Like the staff you're looking for is not fucking Simon Bennett. The staff you're looking for is whoever were like the main creative drives behind like Mighty Morphin season three and Zio, because that's when those like characters and that sort of thing was at its best. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I just want to know what they're going to do with Adam because originally I was like, there's going to be two Yellow Rangers and two Black Rangers, but then they were like, no, Trini's daughter is going to be Zen Kaiser. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's still two Black Rangers, though. <laughs> what are they going to do with Adam? <laughs> uh, honestly, I just thought of something that I really fucking hate now. Is he going to be Shadow Ranger? No. What? I mean, fuck, watch this, it's just going to be worse. It might be true. He's going he might... to be a dog ranger. He's going to be a dog man now. I was going to say that, say that they might be the missing other six rangers from Q-Ranger. Plus St. Kaiser. Maybe. Oh my fucking, I hate that idea so damn much. Oh, fuck's sake, no. It's also, it's also sad that uh, Amy Joe and Austin, and especially JDF with what happened after, uh, didn't get to be involved in this project. I mean, he it's wasn't going to be involved either way. No, no, well, it, it's already wrapped filming, I would assume. So, mm -hmm. so that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's retroactively even worse that he wasn't a part of it, because now he can't be a part of anything anymore. Um, and it's also sad that Austin St. John and Amy Jo Johnson didn't get to be a part of it either. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it'll I be mean, interesting. Austin got to be a part of the the other Mighty Morphin special. Yeah, he got to be in the Beast Morphers thing, so like he got to make his return. But like the fact they're doing a 30th anniversary Mighty Morphin special and they're like bringing back all these characters, and it's like, how did they not get Jason David Frank for this? I I had to imagine they were fucking begging on this man's doorstep. <laughs> like, how do you do this without a Tommy? Pretty <laughs> much. Uh, fuck sake. Uh, okay, well, back to like what we we're saying. There's only like two people I can arguably trust. Uh, Robert Wa Robert Wad Radler or Amit Balmik. That, those that's the only two people I can trust. Like actually make Parmigers good again. Who? Uh, what did uh Robert Radler work on? Uh, he oh. worked on most of the later half of the Zio episodes. Okay, yeah, d d uh, fair then for sure. <laughs> Like, he wrote the, the episode where Jason becomes the Gold Ranger. That was his okay. first episode. He yeah, also wrote, I definitely trust that, man. Uh, he also wrote King for a, the King for a Day 2-parter. He also worked on a few, like, of the... Uh, what's the... What was who, the, wrote that the who wrote the baby episode, and did they write anything of note in the plot also? Because the best slice of life writing in Power Rangers was the fucking baby episode of Zio. Uh, what was the name of the baby episode again? Uh, I'll Google Power Rangers Zio baby episode, and I'll let you know. <laughs>
Uh, for crying out loud? Yes, who wrote that? Uh, let me check. Oh, it was Robert Radler. He also wrote that. <laughs> okay, yep, Robert Radler. That's the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me check. Let me check his IMDb. Okay, so he wrote a different shade of pink, Master Vile and a Metallic Armor, uh, The Power of Gold, Challenges, Rangers in the Outfield, for Crying Out Loud. Uh, it came from Angel Grove, Mondo's Last Stand. Uh, okay, yeah, this is my Power Rangers writer, I've decided. <laughs> I, I'm a big Robert Radler guy. <laughs> well, to me, like, I meet Bahamik is like the de facto one. He wrote most of my favorite episodes. Okay, maybe we get a, a, a Radler Baumick team up. That would be. I, that would be very based. I'd love to see them, like, how they would do that. They're like, like, some of my favorite episodes are from Baumick. I really want to see them do. Like, they're going to do this 38th anniversary special, and because they didn't hire the right people, it's probably going to suck. Uh -huh. And then they're never gonna do this again. But, the like, same way most seasons of current Power Rangers suck because they don't. They have the worst people on it working. I want them to start doing like the bit they do on Sentai now, where it's like, oh, this season twenty years later or whatever the fuck. I would love what I've seen of SPD. We really so would not mind seeing like like this season 30, ten years later. I really would not mind that. But like, I only won't mind seeing that depending on whoever's working on it. Yeah, they need to get better writers. They need to make sure they're hiring the right people to do these characters justice. But I do. I, I really want to see it. I think that there should be an SPD 20 years later in 2025. That's what I want in my life. Um, I'll see that, honestly. Like, SPD 20 years later, that would be awesome. It, it, it would be really sick. Um, SPD has been very good so far. Um, we'll, pro we'll probably talk about the season in depth once I finish it. When's the last time you've seen SPD, Jack? It's been so damn long. Maybe start a rewatch if you have time. Well, whenever I finish watching Real Soldier, I might watch SPD and Deca Ranger back to back. Fair. I, I do want to do season reviews on this show, but I feel like a lot of it is going to have to come off of your memory because you're going to refuse to watch things for the good of this podcast. You're going to be like, no, I'm watching Common Rider right now. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm watching Rio Soldier right now. I'm not watching your Power Rangers bullshit. Get fucked. If you want to if, if you wanna get your, off your ass and finish Dino Fury, we can like shit all over that. I don't want to. I want to watch a good season and talk about it, Jack. I don't want to watch the bad one. <laughs> Too bad, you're going to have to watch uh, Megaforce now. I was going to suggest that, honestly, because that's, again, fascinatingly bad. I was going to say, I was going to say this okay, much earlier. I have so much to talk about Megaforce, because, like, this shithole goes, like, way deep. It, it goes on a meta level shitness. <laughs> I have um, so fucking much to talk about that, especially because of the stuff I talked with Amit Bahomik. I'm just gonna give a. I'm just gonna say this. Remember the legendary battle? I do. That was not supposed to be on the season. They actually did that last minute. They never planned the legendary Didn't battle. Didn't Bomek work on Megaforce? I feel like I remember seeing his name around at that time. Huh? I thought I'm, Amit Baumik worked on Megaforce. He worked on like pro like uh, production, like a few of the stuff, like mostly uh, like. Okay. But he he wasn't writing on it. He didn't do writing shit. He was just like there. He worked there as a consultant or something. I don't remember. I have to ask him. 
Who's the like power? Who's the Power Rangers guy who fucking sucks? Is it Jonathan Zacker? Is yeah. Zacker the bad one? Yeah, he's the show writer that wrote most of the stuff for Megaforce. And oh god, he he. Okay, on that note, he actually wanted to do Goldbusters after, and that Goldbusters adaptation, the very little stuff we know. Dear God, that was terrible. Like the, Jonathan Zacker. Yeah, he wanted to do Goldbusters, and like. Do you want to know how, how he wanted to connect Goldbusters and RPM? Because he wanted to do that? How? He was going to make RPM happen in Mirinoi. That's a little bit stupid. I mean, does that really detract from anything? Okay, oh, the people, hold on. The people of Mirinoi are just humans. Like, it, it wouldn't make anything not make sense, would it? Kind of, but like, the only thing that wouldn't make sense is that Flynn is Scottish. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. But he could have been a Scottish, like, settler. Yeah, he could have been a Scottish set. He could have been on TerraVenture. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was, Flynn like, he was, was on TerraVenture. Like, like uh, Corinth was supposed to be TerraVenture. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of the things. But, okay, oh like, shit, Corinth was TerraVenture is what they were going to say? Yeah, that's what they were going to do. Oh my god. Oh boy, but yeah, there's so much I can talk about Megaforce. I, I'm going to stop myself or this episode is going to be like fucking eight hours long. Cause anyway, real quick, the, I've been trying to make this point for like an hour now. So earlier I was saying how I have not seen a lot of Power Rangers series from beginning to end. I've seen like most of a lot of them. The thing is like when I was a kid, I was watching Power Rangers like on VHS and on TV on reruns. So like I wasn't watching anything in order. I was watching plenty of Power Rangers, but when it came to when I got older and I gained the ability to actually watch them beginning to end in order, I had the attention span issue. So I have only seen three full Power Ranger series, Zio not even being one of them, but I've seen like most of Zio in a row. And I've definitely seen every episode at least once, just not in order. Um, the only three that I've seen all the way through are Mighty Morphin, Turbo, and Lost Galaxy. And the funny thing about it is one of those series I watched all the way through twice and it was Turbo. <laughs> because the thing about Turbo is the first half is so fascinatingly bad that I just like had to I like a couple months went by and I'm like was it really that bad and I watched it again and it was like yeah it certainly was. Um, and then the second half is just like a really fun Power Ranger season that I genuinely really like. So it's the combination of fascinating, fascinating. badness and then actually a good season that drew me to watch it again. <laughs> so instead of watching another Power Ranger season, I watched Turbo twice. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. Uh, <laughs> long story short, I watched Turbo twice. <laughs> I was just collecting my thoughts on uh, Megaforce because like there's so much I can actually talk about that. Like well, it's un it's ungodly the amount of stuff I have. That is uh that's good. I uh, I I gotta watch Megaforce. I gotta see it for myself. Like I remember being so on board with Megaforce in like its first three episodes I was like this is a good and then it's just like no development happens, and like nothing of note happens, and the characters started to get grating, 
And it's Robo- just Mighty Morphin. It's it's just the first like five episodes of Mighty Morphin <laughs> stretched over forty episodes. Cause like the beginning of Mighty Morphin is great. It establishes the characters and their personalities. They get into some wacky situations. It's a good time. And then Green with Evil happens, and the show starts to evolve and become better. Megaforce never had its Green with Evil. Yeah, <laughs> it just because stayed... they, because they <laughs> outright refused to use the Ghost Chain Night Evil stuff. No, it's not. A, you don't even necessarily have to do an Evil Ranger. I'm just saying, like, Green with Evil was when the writing turned in my I mean, mind. they could have. They, they didn't need Ghost Chain Night. They could have just used Basco. They could have used they, Basco for his Green with Evil stuff. They could have done anything. It's like me using. I'm not talking about Green with Evil plot wise. I'm talking about there was a flip turn in the writing style that started with Green with Evil, and Megaforce never had that flip turn. It had the same writing style the whole time, and it got grating and bad. My, I love Mighty Morphin because it got better. Like every, all the nostalgia whores are like, I remember Mighty Morphin. I remember Green with Evil, and that's it. That's my entire memory of Mighty Morphin. But I'm like, no, Mighty Morphin. Go ahead. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that my main issues with Megaforce are the stuff that happened out of the screen. Like yeah, yeah, you've told me about that, and I'm actually curious to hear about that. So we'll we'll definitely do a Megaforce. I, I remember I told you one one thing that really pissed me off, and then it pissed you off. Well, uh, oh yeah, didn't you? You the, said that uh, Zacher, like the, Troy, being a cardboard cutout was a conscious decision by the writers. No, not just than... no, 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 not just that. The Phantom Ranger suit. Phantom Ranger suit. Yeah, I, I told you about that. The Phantom Ranger suit. The the whole fiasco with the Phantom Ranger suit. Elaborate. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is gonna be a sneak of the the next episode where we're talking about Megaforce. Because I am going to. We're doing it the next episode. You got to give me time to watch Megaforce. Fuck. I, I'm just joking, you fucking retard. Okay. <laughs> it's be a, sorry, I'll, I'll have to repeat on the Megaforce episode. But like, okay, so this is what Amit told me. While while they were in pre pre production stuff for Megaforce, they had the the Phantom Ranger suit like in pristine condition. It was perfect. It was ready to use. And they were just like, Nah, this is not Papa Ranger suit. I I don't really. We're just gonna throw this on a shredder and destroy it. And that's what they did. What the fuck? They had the Phantom Ranger suit and they this they they did they, they fucking destroyed it. Because like they didn't destroy it, they just threw it away. But like Why? Because none of them remembered the Phantom Ranger and they were like, nah, this is not from Power Rangers. We can't use this. Just throw this in the fucking garbage. Wasn't wasn't a meat Balmick working on production? Doesn't he was working it? there, and he was like, <laughs> a, he was telling them like, no, this is from Power Rangers, from Turbo, you fucking you fucking mongoloid, don't throw this away. <laughs> and then people are like, no, nah, it will be fine. We just throw this in the garbage. It will be fine. It'll be and fine. They, It'll be fine. They could have auctioned that shit off too, like uh... they could, because it was in pristine condition. It was like in perfect condition, but like nobody believed that myth, so they just threw it away. I'd like to I'd like to go down a pipeline at some point. Like people always make these like fascinating YouTube documentaries about shit where it's like you couldn't have found this shit with just Google. Like you got to go deep in research and like contact people. I'd really like to do a rabbit hole about the uh, the suit auction. I, from when... I, I really need to fuck get a hold of Amit Bahamik and like get him for the Mega Force episode because he will have so much to talk about that. That would be amazing. Like, that would the, be an like, amazing experience. Me, like that, he told me like he had PTSD of the, of the incompetency of the people in that show. 
Yeah, um, but what I'm saying here, uh, did you ever hear about, so when Saban acquired, or not Saban, when Disney acquired Power Rangers from Saban, Saban auctioned off a bunch of, like, the old monster suits, mm-hmm. and there there are, like, public listings about this, about this auction, and I really want to, like, try to go down a rabbit hole and see if I could find, like, the current status of any of these suits. Because I'm, like, so fascinated with this auction and, like, who ended up with what suit and, like, where are they now? I, I want to know more about this auction. <laughs> You're, I really don't know where to even start, so you have to do that on your own. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that on my own. I've, I'm just, I'm not as competent. I hope maybe someday a, a, somebody who's actually competent will do it for me and make a video essay on YouTube. Uh, but in the meantime, I guess I'll have to try to do it myself and see what I can do. But I'm, I'm just really fascinated with the fact that all of these like iconic old Power Ranger monster suits were auctioned off and are now in the hands of like fans and or like collectors. And I really want to know if any of them are still out there. That would be really interesting, to be honest. But, uh, we gotta talk about, f- no, we don't. We, we already did favorite series. We, we got on such a tangent that I forgot that we did that already. About most of the stuff we had in mind. We're just talking about random shit now. Well, I mean, was there anything, is there anything we didn't cover that we wanted to talk about today? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think so. We talked about our favorite series. We talked about our favorite, ra- oh, favorite villain, I guess. We, ne- we didn't do. Um, who's your favorite villain in Power Rangers? Hold on, I actually need to stop and think about that because I never thought about it. Okay, well, I can give my answer first. I can give my Zordon era cut. It's going to be Zed. It's going to be a lot of Zed. You see, I'm torn. There are two very big candidates here. One of them is, in fact, Lord Zed. Uh, The other one is Astronema. I do really like Astronema for a lot of reasons. Astronema is really good. But I'm really not sure. Like, there's like very little villains that I actually dislike. Yeah, I love a lot of the villains, but I, I can narrow it down to two. Like, it's either Zed or Astronema. And, like, they do all have a lot of points in their favor. Um, well, I guess ma- if we're only talking main villains, it's either Zed or Astronema. If we start involving generals, then I think Goldar and Rito are going to sneak their way into the running. Uh, so let's not let's not go there. <laughs> but uh, it's probably Zed. You're probably right. Like, a strong honorable mention to Astronema, but there's just something about Lord Zed. Just, like, his presence in all aspects. The, the, for both scary Lord Zed and silly Lord Zed in their own rights have... Just this this commanding presence that makes me so interested in the character. Uh, he's just... Good? I'm just gonna say, like, be ready to hate Lord Zed when you get out of here. I watched the clip when he first comes back, and I'm yeah, like, first of all, first you of haven't all, watched this season two yet. Sucks. You haven't <laughs> watched season two yet, so there's way more time for you to get to hate Lord Zed. Yeah, I've not watched the entire, like, season or anything, but, like, I watched the one clip, and I was like, this voice actor sucks, I hate that he's under mind control, uh, and the suit looks kind of a little bit weird, he looks too bulky. I'm, I'm not the, into it. That's the same suit, actually, that's the original suit. Is it? According to what I've read, yeah, it's the original it suit. Looks like they, it looks like they buffed it up a little bit. Might be because of some of the repairs they had to deal with it. 
Yeah, maybe they repaired it, um, and it made it look like... It makes it look like they were trying to make Lord Zed buffer, and I don't like that. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, my favorite villain's probably Lord Zed. Like, every time he appears within the Zordon era, he's always a treat. Uh, I, I just love him a lot. Um, and by the way, if Goldar and Rito did count, I probably would have said Rito. <laughs> I love Rito a lot. <laughs> well, we don't know if we're talking about like main, her- main, main villains or like side villains. We're talking about main- we can pick favorite villain general too. Um, if you have an answer for that, my I just gave mine. It's Rito. Uh, but who's your favorite main villain? First of all, okay, that's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> I really like Sledge from Dino Charge. That's a weird pull. <laughs> that, yeah, I know it's a weird pull because like he has some of my favorite villains. Are you cutting out again? I'm screaming too loud. Fuck me. Stop screaming. <laughs> like Sledge has some of my favorite villain quirks. I really like his dynamic with like Posandro. I like that. Like there's so much I could go out of, of him, but like that would be like another hour. I really like Mesagog for obvious reasons. Fuck's sake. Uh, th- th- that Skeletor guy from SPD. Grum? Yeah, Grum. I call him Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty app name on it. He's just him. Skeletor, to be honest. He is literally Skeletor. It's true. Um... Master of Vile had some qualities I liked, but he did so little with them. Master who? Vile. Master Vile, okay. AKA Don Hitão. I, li- I like me a Master Vile. It's a shame that we didn't get to see much of him. I still think There's that... no... Hold on. I still think that Master Vile's Brazilian name is way more cooler to me. Don What's Hitão. his name in Brazil? Don Hitão. Or that would be like something like the great Don Hito. Okay, that's interesting. Like, I, I told you about that, like the great Don Rito. My thing is, there's no fucking way. I want to. Was Amit Balmic working on Mighty Morphin or did he start in Zeo? What? Did, was Amit Balmic involved in Mighty Morphin or did he start in Zeo? Uh, Zeo, I'm pretty sure. I'm, okay. Hold on, let me check, let me check his IMDb. Because I just I, I want to get a hold of somebody who worked on Mighty Morphin. Because I feel like there is no fucking way in hell. He, that started, sees... he started working on Time Force, actually. <laughs> so you just made up that he made Zeo? <laughs> I, I was pretty sure that he worked on Zeo, but he worked on Time Force and a bit of Lost Galaxy and in space, according to your IMDb. Okay, well, Time Force was after Lost Galaxy and In Space, so I guess In Space would be when he started. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know from somebody, because I feel like there's no way in hell that Season 3 was supposed to end the way it did. Season 3 was definitely supposed to go longer with that main cast. I will not believe you if you tell me otherwise, because they were working towards so many things that had like no real revolution, um, and then suddenly Rangers in Reverse happens. And Rangers in Reverse is the most, like, stupid finale I've ever seen in my fucking life. (laughs) Like... wrote Rangers in Reverse. One check. That would be Douglas Sloan. (laughs) I I know Douglas Sloan is a big name in Power Rangers. I'm sure he doesn't write exclusively bad ones. And I'm sure, again, I'm pretty sure the reason Rangers in Reverse exists is because they were rushing, because plans changed. Um, Because... 
you season three was supposed to be longer, guys. And, There's no wait, way it wasn't. Douglas Lum worked on some of my favorite episodes of Dino Thunder. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not doubting Douglas Sloan. I'm just saying that Rangers in reverse was definitely a rush thing. My 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 theory is he, that he, com- he also worked on your favorite episode of My Morphine, Dreaming of a White Ranger. Well, it's not my favorite episode, but it's it's a pretty good one. I do watch it every Christmas. Um, but fuck. Okay. So I feel like my my fan theory here is that it was a combination of two things. It was a combination of budget issues, because um, I do remember hearing that they were having trouble allocating the budget to do American footage, and that's why they kind of made the shift to Alien Rangers and then Zeo, because they, they wanted to go back to using Sentai footage, and so they did it. Um, and it was also a combination of Karen Ashley wanting out, because it, it, we, we all know that Karen Ashley had quit the show, in Mighty Morphin Season 3, um, and that's why Tanya exists and was in Zeo. Um, so I believe wholeheartedly that b- due to a combination of budget issues and Karen Ashley wanting out, um, that they completely shifted gears on what they were doing with Season 3 and made Rangers in Reverse, which is the most like out-of-nowhere shit in history, and then made Alien Rangers <laughs> instead of doing what they meant to do with Season 3. I really wonder if he could somehow get a hold of Douglas Lawn. That would be a very interesting episode. For sure. Well, don't get too confident. You can't just befriend every Power Rangers writer you meet. I know you gotta meet Baumick, but... I'm still not sure how I've managed to do it, because, like, I only, like, talked to him twice before, like, we started talking for real. That is really cool, though. That's dope. Like, I but, mean, uh... like, bringing up, like, I think, like, Amit Baumick should work on, like, adaptation of Lupin versus Path Ranger, and, like, somehow, like, from that interaction, we started talking for real. Yeah, didn't Simon say no Lupat because cop bad? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> said that? Yeah, he said no he said no Lupat because cops are bad. Like A Cab and all that shit. Which to be fair, my thing is cops are kinda bad. That not all cops, but as an institution, the American police force is certainly not uh one of a hundred percent moral upholdingness, but I don't think that should be a deterrent to make police fiction. Like, you can make a Lupat. That's fine. Yeah, like, like, cu- like, the most I can actually say like is, like, yeah, cops are mostly bad on the U.S. because, like, like in the U.S., most of the stuff are bad. Like, fucking public, public uh, education, public uh, security and all that bullshit. Yeah, that, that kind of is bad because, like, the U.S. has, like, one of the shittiest governments in the universe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not commie, dictator bad, but still bad. True, true. Um, man, we've been going for almost two hours now. You, you didn't think we could make it through one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is surprising. Yeah, you know, welcome to welcome to the Riley Podcast universe, where we find incessant things to ramble about for multiple hours at a time. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite content. Uh, okay, but on that note, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Did you did you say who your favorite main villain was? Mezagog. Mezagog. Okay, fair. Uh, do you have a favorite general? I feel like it's Zeltrax. <laughs> uh, not really. Zeltrax is kind of like mid to me. Or, I'm trying to guess who I think your favorite would be. Eclipter? It's not, 
Ecliptor is really high up there, but he's not. Hmm. I feel like it, if it's Broodwing, I would kill you. It can't be Broodwing. Um, I don't know. Who is your favorite? I'll give you like three more guesses. Okay, I'm trying to think of what Power Ranger seasons you like. You are a Disney era cuck. It, it's it's a really curveball. You won't you won't guess it. It's like a really okay. curveball. Don't think was, just Disney sl- era. Sledge was also a pretty big curveball, which was one of your one of your candidates for main villain. So, uh, I don't fucking know. Like I could throw names at the wall, but I feel like I'm not gonna. You get still it have three guesses. Do those. Even... Use okay, those I, I guess I'll just name the generals that I know, even though I know they're not the answer. Fucking Elgar. No. <laughs> uh, fucking... Fuck, who are generals? <laughs> Goldar? <laughs> no, not Goldar. Not Goldar, alright. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a weird one, but I'm having a hard time remembering their names. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. He's a robot. He's a robot. Robot general Power Rangers. Trying to remember one. Is it Gasket? Nope, it's Sprocket, his younger son. Oh my god. Sprocket? Yeah, it's Sprocket. I really like Sprocket. Why? (laughs) Okay. He's one of the funniest child characters I've seen in a long time. He actually made me laugh at his antics. Okay, like, Sprocket does have some wacky antics, but I feel like... like the, even, the in, ma- even in his own season, his, his wacky antics are outmatched by Goldar and Rito's wacky antics. Yeah, but, yeah, but I still really like his wacky antics. Like, the fucking boxing guy, like the like the boxing monster, like that was my favorite Sprocket episode. Like, oh, the like, punch a bunch guy. I yeah, that, that was like I really like like watching them like like do a parody of Rocky. Yeah, and that was uh that was the Tommy Spirit Quest episode, right? Yeah, yeah. The one. The, the, with... the only reason I know that is because uh, when I was a kid, I have memories of watching like Power Ranger morph videos on YouTube all day, just watching fucking morphs on repeat. Because that's what I did as a child: is watch the media no, no, repetitively. No, never mind. He wasn't. Uh, I was gonna say no, that's King for a day, but like it was a flashback in that episode. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it so... challenges. It is. So the reason I remember this, it's, it's hard-ironed into my brain, is because I used to watch Power Rangers morphs as a kid all the time. And I believe the only time in Zeo that just Tommy morphs is that episode. Mm-hmm. So every, every red Zeo morph on YouTube was that episode. And, it, and all the morph clips always kept like a few seconds of content after the morph. It's so like a, a thousand times I must have seen the clip where Zordon answers his computer, or Zordon, Tommy answers his communicator, and Zordon's like, Tommy, you're needed at Angel Grove, you'll have to interrupt your quest, and then he morphs, and then he goes to the Power Rangers, and then, and then fucking Sprocket says, punch a bunch, get him! <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's that episode. <laughs> that particular, like, 20 seconds is hard-ironed into my brain hole. As is the morph from Sound of Discordia, <laughs> when Tommy morphs into the Green Ranger and then tackles Kimberly away from the music note. Man, but yeah, and I the- really, I really, really like uh, like Sprocket. 
Like, he had some of my favorite antics in the villain side. That's fair. The Sprocket's a the funny guy. I feel like him being a favorite general is crazy because he's not even my favorite Machine Empire general. I really like Clank. <laughs> Clank is funny. Yeah, Clank and Orbus are really good, but they're not generals to be. They're like, they feel more like uh, minister characters than like generals. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like Finister wasn't even a uh, general. He was just like there for making monsters. Yeah, and then he just kind of like didn't for a while. Yeah, because like Lord Zed was just turning shit into monsters. Like, so like, okay, I guess my service is not needed. I'm just gonna like watch. It's really, TV. it's really funny that Lord Zed just kind of takes over Rita's palace, and like it just becomes like Zed and Goldar run the show, and Squat and Babu and Finster are kind of just there and don't contribute anything. <laughs> Spencer just doesn't really care. He just like wants to do literally anything else than creating monsters. Like I imagine he was just like making like huge like dioramas and stuff. Yeah, he was having he was he was he was uh having artistic expression while while Zed was making his own monsters. Oh man, fuck's sake! I, I still can't believe we're still going. I'm trying to think before we end, and we probably can't give answers for this, but I'm trying to think of. If I have a favorite Power Ranger episode. Huh? I'm trying to think of if I have a favorite particular episode of Power Rangers. Do you it's, at all? Yours are either going to be Green with Evil, uh, Passing the Torch, White Light, or uh, Countdown to Destruction. It's going to be one of those. I know you. You didn't even... <laughs> I have like two in my head right now, and not, none of them are what you said. <laughs> Um, Master Vial and the Metallic Armor is probably up there. Really? Yes, I love Master Vial and the Metallic Armor. I love a lot of Season 3. In fact, you could probably throw any Season 3 multi-parter at me, and I'm like, yeah, that's probably near the top. Like, uh, ch- uh Changing of the Zords is really good. A Different Shade of Pink is really good. Uh, I can't think of the rest of them off the top of my head. Trying um, to think one that's not a crossover episode. Because, like, most of my favorite ones are the crossover episodes. I mean, it's fine to pick a crossover episode. That's, that's allowed. That's on the table. Yeah, but, like, I feel like it would be too generic. Honestly, uh, you're going to hate... My, favorite, like, my non-crossover episode is still technically a crossover episode. What is it? Lost and Found in Translation. That is technically a crossover with Abba Ranger. With Abba Ranger, that's a really good one. But uh, it is technically a crossover. You're not gonna like me for this answer because me and Jack, we're very different Power Rangers fans. He is, he's in it for the plot, and I love the plot. But I also love just like your normal like slice of life Power Rangers episode where a slice of life episode. I'm not talking about what you're talking about. I'm talking about what my answer is gonna be, (laughs) Jack. Jeez, man. But, uh... With that being said, I think my favorite episode of Power Rangers is for crying out loud. <laughs> like... I'm gonna say Rangers in Reverse, like, the, for the kid antics. Rangers in Reverse. No, well, the kid antics are in, uh... Alien Rangers Episode 1, whatever the fuck that's called. I love that episode. Is it... I think it's called Alien Rangers of Aquatar, but just part one, though. Because in part two, the actual Alien Rangers show up, and I don't care about them. 
But Alien Rangers of Aquatar Part 1 is very good. Um, but yeah, my favorite episode is for crying out loud, because uh, I really like the the characters feel very genuine in that episode. There's a lot of just fun, like, teenage interactions. Like, it, yeah, I haven't I haven't really skipped a single episode of Zio, because, like, all of it is just that good. Yeah, so yeah, For Crying Out Loud has the, the... The the interaction at the beginning of For Crying Out Loud is, like, whenever I think of a moment where the Power Rangers are just, like, kids having fun, it's that scene where Tommy enters having been roped into this project where he has to pretend to be Kat's husband, and Adam and Rocky are waiting for him, and they're just like, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, and they just start bullying him about it. Jokes on Jokes on them, that actually happened. It does actually happen. But yeah, they, they bully him about it, and then Kat shows up with the fucking baby. <laughs> and that just adds to the fucking silliness. Um, and Tanya joins in on the bullying a little bit, too. It's, 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 it's a beautiful scene. I love it a lot. It's just Tommy's friends giving him a hard time about this silly school project. Kat showing up and making it worse. It's It's really fun. I love it a lot. And then the episode is just, it's your regular Power Rangers fair. Um, there's a, there's a, it's a plot about a baby who cries so hard that he destroys fucking buildings. And that's really funny. And it's, it's just a really good episode overall. So I think if I had to declare a favorite Power Rangers episode, it probably would be for crying out loud. Uh, fuck's sake. Honestly, I really want to see another episode like Lost and Found in Translation. It would be fun. It would be really fun, I think. Uh, I, I still think that they did a massive... Like, they could have done a really good Lost type episode on Beast Morphers because the Go-Busters versus Go-Busters... And that again. Go, like, the Go-Busters crossovers with themselves. Like, like uh, the Shitanik or uh, Cruise. Like, he dies and goes to another universe where the go More like classic Sentai characters. Okay. Like That's they could have done honestly if they just dubbed that movie, it would just be like I would have no problem with it because that that movie is just really good. Just like just change the first few scenes to have the the Ghostbusters characters and then like have Cruz die and go to another universe where they he meets like uh like the Sentai version of the Ghostbusters. And then like just just do that until the the finale and then just like have like the, the Beast Morphers crossover with the Goldbusters in the finale. The, just do that. It's a really, it's that good. Yeah, that would certainly be really fun. But all right, Jack, we're approaching the two-hour mark. I think it's about time for us to wrap things up here. Um, so, Jack, do you have anything you want to plug? I usually do plug at the end of these podcasts. So you I want to plug, plug the Powerverse server. Oh, yes. Uh, there will be a link in the description to the Powerverse Discord server where there's some Power Rangers roleplay. So if that suits your fancy, come on over. If you're a weirdo like us. If you're a weirdo like us, exactly. Um, anything else? Any social media or anything you want to plug? No, I don't use social media because I'm not like clinic- clinically depressed. Yeah, you're not terminally online like I am. Yeah, uh, like meanwhile, you are. Meanwhile, I've got a bunch of social media and podcasts to plug. Thankfully, there is one central place you can find it all, so you don't have to listen to be listed. Um, you're you're probably there right now, actually, because this is probably where I'm going to upload this podcast. Because I don't, I don't know if it needs its own feed. Maybe I'll decide to give it one. I just hate having a lot of feeds to manage. That was the whole point of the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. 
Um, but either way, at anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed or the or the Riley Podcast Megafeed on your podcast platform of choice, you can find all sorts of podcasts, years and years of backlog if you want to hear some more podcasts. Um, and also, in the links in the description, is everything else I can do. Uh, everything, I, I always say everything else I can do by accident. That's not what I mean. Everything else I do in terms of other podcasts, my YouTube channel, social media, all that jazz, all in the links in the description of that podcast feed. So that's my central hub. So go there. You're probably there already. Click on the links and check out the stuff. Do it. Do it. All right. or I am, do it or I'm going to scream at you until you do. That's right. Everybody check out all the stuff on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed or Jack will scream at you. <laughs> but all right. We'll see you next week, maybe? <laughs> Weekly podcast, question mark? Yeah, we'll see whenever the next one happens. We'll see you whenever the next one happens, folks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>